Alright, how's it going guys? This is, sorry about that, it is week two of Around the NBA, so Around the NBA Volume 2. Um, I'm going to call some people later, um, but yeah, I'm just talking about the NBA. This is what it is. It is what it is. You are listening. Thank you for listening and supporting. Um, so the major things that have happened in the NBA the last week, um, the main one being, I think, Victor Oladipo's torn quad injury that happened. I've actually never, I haven't seen it. Um, I have a thing about injuries where I don't like to watch it, but I'm going to look it up and watch it live for y'all and give y'all my, my take about it. So a ruptured quad, I was talking with my brother about it and he was saying, he was explaining how you would, I think anyone would rather tear their ACL, like tear up their whole knee in that sense, not the quad muscle because that, the timetable apparently is a lot longer for something like that. And, all right. Let me get a YouTube. They're not going to show it on. Just people talking about it. Um, Victor. And it sucks because he was having such a good, like, he was playing really good. Um, It's unfortunate. This dude says people thought he broke his leg. Yeesh. All right, so I'm watching it. Oh, it's against the Raptors. Okay. Oh, bro. Oh, God. He's just like on the ground in agony. Oh. He's grimacing. Man, that's sad. Okay, so it was a pass from Kyle Lowry to Pascal Siakam. So Kyle Lowry throws it from their own three-point line all the way to the paint, and Oladipo's the only pacer back. And he just kind of, like, falls, like, and undercuts Siakam and immediately grabs his uh, quad. Oh... Yeah, so the announcer's kind of doing the same thing I am watching it. So Oladipo plants his right leg, and the quad muscle apparently just gives out and tears. Oh, my God. That's sad, man. Oladipo, so good. Terrible. Very terrible. So, yeah, that was that. Hopefully he comes back and he's already tweeted and people are sending support, rightfully so, that he's going to come back, have a better comeback, and be back better than ever. So I think he can do that. He's one of the players. I think he's a very mentally strong player. Um, I know he works with LeBron's former trainer, Dwayne Wade's trainer at uh, DBC. His name's David something. And basically Oladipo got in killer shape last year after they lost in the playoffs and he's just been putting on a tear and the Pacers I mean it's like they're third in the east how does that happen and so I mean the obvious thing is is they're gonna slide and I think you know 
That sucks because injuries do happen in the game. So I guess Boston, Philly are going to slide up. I, don't, I wonder if Indiana is going to fall that far because they do have a pretty deep squad and they have good players. Like Oladipo's not... Like, for example, if Milwaukee lost Giannis, they, would, they wouldn't... I mean, you could argue they wouldn't even be in the playoffs because Giannis is... I mean, they have such a top-heavy kind of thing. Whereas the Pacers... Their success not only is based on Oladipo, but their team aspect of it is really good. So they might they might stay might stay in the top four. Um, not sure. Yeah. So that was one of the things I've written down. Um, and let me call my brother because it's the only chance I'm gonna get to call him. Um, before he goes to work out. So let's just see what what's cracking. Ring ring ring. Don't ho. Oh my god! Sorry guys. Guess I'm I'm missing out on on Ben's takes, but anyways, we'll go on to something else. So the games I watched kind of last week, I watched the 76ers play the Rockets, and that was one of the best games. At least the first half was. Oladipo, or why did I say Oladipo? I'm looking at this piece of paper. Um, Embiid is so dominant (laughs) like I don't think it's hard to understand how big he is I remember watching them play um the thunder and he's like you could easily tell he's bigger than Steven Adams and Steven Adams is this giant so Embiid's just huge and I think the 76ers at home they they kind of dominate and it's it's pretty impressive I think they have a good home court advantage and I think in the playoffs, that's going to be big. I don't know if, what they're going to do in the playoffs, but... Oh, Ben's calling me back. Hello? Hey, sorry I missed your call. No, you're good. So you're on the podcast right now. Okay, sweet. All right, so just wanted to call and give you a chance to, to speak your mind. I know LeBron's out um, longer. Uh, I saw that he's participating in full court practices but he's still not set to um to play unfortunately um i mean at this point and you know where they're at in the season i think they're like the nine spot um right now in the western conference and i think they understand that they can at least make a playoff spot when the bronze healthy yeah and so He's probably, I mean, I know LeBron has a say in, you know, what he's going to participate in while he's been injured. Um, so he probably is telling Luke and Magic and it's like, hey, when I'm, I'm coming back when I'm 110% because he knows that he can get the team, you know, to at least an eight spot to where they can get in the playoffs. Yeah, and I don't think there's that pressure to win a championship this year. I think they're going to try really hard next year. So he doesn't really feel any pressure. I think that's smart that they're, I mean, he is the Iron Man of the NBA, but 
he's getting older, so staying out and getting healthy completely, there's no rush to bring him back. Yeah, because if, if there was that pressure, let's say they had another guy, like let's say we fast forward to next year, or where they had you know, an Anthony Davis or a Kawhi or just someone else on the team, that number two guy, mm-hmm. then maybe you know, he'd feel a little bit more pressure to come back because they know they can contend. But like you just said, they've got... There's pretty much no championship expectations here. It's more just about winning and kind of stating a name for the Lakers um, and kind of developing reputation for the team. But yeah, I mean they they can't do anything without him. Yeah, and I'm con- I, I'm a little concerned though because I know LeBron's LeBron and everything, and I think they will make the playoffs. But their schedule, I mean. I know they're playing the Suns tonight, but they play the 76ers, the Clippers, the Warriors, the Pacers, the Celtics, and then the 76ers again. That's their next couple games. And if they don't have LeBron, I mean, those could all be L's, really. Yeah. So. I mean, that's what happens. The West is so tough. And once you, I mean, I know a few of those games were Eastern Conference teams, but it's going to be rough. And then, so after that Clippers game, that's when the All-Star break is, right? Uh, like early February? Yes, I think it's February 15th. So it wouldn't be after that game. I think it's... Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's going to be tough to see what they can do. Because, I mean, if he... His injury was really only supposed to put him back a few weeks, and now it's been close to a month. So, yeah. Hopefully, he doesn't re aggravate anything by coming back too early or going too hard, but. Mm hmm. So. I'm reading, a, there's a rumor on Bleacher Report right now. It says if LA trades for Anthony Davis, Lonzo Ball is likely included. That kind of sucks. Lonzo might leave. No, it says if LA trades for Anthony Davis, Lonzo Ball is likely included in the trade. So yeah, I mean he's definitely improved this year, and so he's become more of an asset. For Um, sure, he's good. I like him. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know how much I don't know what Rajon Rondo's contract looks like, but they're going to need some guy at point guard, obviously next year. Um, whether they believe it could be Josh Hart or KCP um, or mm-hmm. Lonzo if they happen to keep him around, but I'd prefer to have Lonzo on the team, but yeah. that's what it's going to take to get Anthony Davis, who's top three player in the league, then I'm all for it. Yeah, that's true. He's definitely become more of an asset, and it sucks because you got to give away something to get something, you know, and it's Lonzo's so promising and exciting. I think he brings a lot of people to L.A. Yeah. So all family. We'll, we'll have LaMelo up next, so I'll just draft him. And then Jello too? Uh, Jell-O's <laughs> overrated. <laughs> all right. Well, I know you got to work out, so I just wanted to get your opinion on some Lakers stuff. Yeah, for sure. I think we got, uh, who's the Mavs play tonight? I think they play the Raptors. I could be wrong. Mavs schedule. Yeah, they play the Raptors. All right, Lucas about to drop a triple-double for the win. Triple-double breakdown Kawhi, too. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens, though. All right, thanks for talking. See ya. All right, Jack. See ya.
Hi. All right, that was my brother Ben, resident Laker fan, LeBron enthusiast. Yeah, so the Lakers, I mean, it makes sense. You got to give up Lonzo to get something, which I'm confused because I think if Anthony Davis waits, they could just sign him and they wouldn't have to give up, give up Lonzo. But I could be wrong about all this. I'm just talking from my uh, uninformed perspective. So, all right, let's get back to kind of the things I have written down. There's a hair on this mic. Um, yeah, so the 76ers at home, they're pretty dominant, and they've been getting good contributions from their rookie, Landry Shamit, and then they also picked up Corey Brewer. So I was listening to uh, the commentators during the game. They said Corey Brewer was uh, he was on the couch like a week before just like doing nothing, hanging with his family. And he said he was running around the block for exercise. I think that's so funny. So now he's on a roster and he's good. I mean, he brings, he's won a championship at Dallas. He might've won two. I don't know, but I know he won one at Dallas NBA veteran. I think he's all about the team and he's so scrappy too. Like when he, he played against Harden, he had, he really shook him up and that brings up another point. So the way to guard James Harden, because he is unguardable pretty much. But I think the 76ers, what they did was they sent multiple different bodies at him every possession. So someone different pretty much. And then they would double team him. They made him so uncomfortable. They, they played him pretty physical. I know it was like a big game. And it was really good. I think they played him the best you can. I mean, he still scored however many, probably 30 plus. But I think that's the key for playing against James Harden is make the other players beat you. Make P.J. Tucker hit five threes in the corner. I mean, put a hand up because he's fired from the, from the corner, but don't let James Harden just rock you to sleep and get however many possessions in the game. Like, slow it down, force the ball out of his hands, make someone else create. And I think that's the success recipe against the Rockets um, but that game was intense the first half um, Embiid pinned Harden on the backboard and then you know how Embiid to troll he stares at him when he runs up the court <laughs> I thought that was so funny so I'm definitely impressed by the 76ers at home also impressed by Harden he scored I think 61 against the trash Knicks but still it's he's just balling like he can score effortlessly it amazes me i think he's gonna win the mvp he's just his stats are bonkers and then they're gonna get chris paul back and then capella and then we'll see what they can do in the playoffs that's gonna be exciting um another thing i've written down um russ and paul george um they both had a really good game the other day can't remember against who but russell westbrook shot the ball well he didn't shoot as much. He passed, distributed. Um, he's been getting – he's got some good dunks, and I was watching the highlights, and I just feel for him because, you know, he's been struggling so hard with his shot, and he gets to the rim and just booms it and then lets out this primal yell, and he gets, gives me goosebumps, honestly. <laughs> he lets out this primal yell, and just he gets up so hard and dunks it so ferociously. So I think Russ is back, and – his confidence is back. I don't think it ever wavered that much, but I think he's 
he's playing with a lot of confidence now. And Paul George, I mean, I think so. The All Star selections came out. Let's transition to that. Um, and Paul George was the one people are kind of talking about. Um, so the West, it goes Steph Curry, James Harden, LeBron as their captain, and Paul George. Who am I forgetting? Steph, Harden, Paul George, LeBron. Oh, KD. Yeah, LeBron's a captain, but Paul George made it. People are saying Anthony Davis should have made it. I disagree. I think Anthony Davis has been injured, and their team isn't as good. Um, I think you got to reward Paul George. He's been the best player on the Thunder. And the Thunder are... Let's see the standings real quick. Thunder are third in the West. The best conference. So I think you got to reward Paul George. Um, and Anthony Davis is kind of out of the their team sucks but he that's this brings up a whole new conversation though it's to whether you do you choose all-stars based on pure talent ability if you do that and you take out winning then anthony davis should be in there because he's pure talent wise skill as a basketball player he's better than paul george but i mean obviously you include winning now and so that's that's another conversation. It's iffy. I think I agree with. I don't know. Honestly, I think the system should be changed. I think it should be the best players, no matter what. Like if your team is terrible. But then again, like you go back to winning. Is that a part of a person's skill set? I don't know. It's confusing. So those were the um, all star starters think there's no surprise there um the all-stars for the east we got Kyrie Irving Charlotte's Kimball Walker the Bucks Giannis Antetokounmpo he's the captain Kawhi and Joel Embiid so straight off the top if these two teams played each other I think the west would win probably 90 times no no yeah, maybe 85 times out of 100. I think I just don't. Kimball Walker defensively, Kyrie defensively, and then Giannis can't really shoot. I'm looking at all the flaws of the East team where the West is modded up. It's, yeah, I think the West is going to win this year. But then the reserves come out. I don't know if they've been released yet. I think it's those come out later, so... The big question with that, though, is, is Luka going to make the All-Star team? And I have some bias because I'm a Mavs fan, MFFL, Mavs fan for life. Um, but I don't think he should make the team. But then I I don't know. I'm trying to think because the West has so many All-Stars. They're stacked. So, I mean, scroll down the list. So the Warriors... Clay, Clay's going to be on the team. I don't think DeMarcus is going to make it. He hasn't played any games. So you got Clay. On the Nuggets, you have to have Jokic. He's the best player. And I think that's the only all-star they get. Thunder, Russ. Gotta have Russ. Trailblazers, Dame. I would take Dame. I wouldn't take CJ. That's a stretch. Um, the Rockets don't have another all-star. 
the Spurs. Do you give DeMar DeRozan an all-star spot? Or do you give LaMarcus Aldridge? Or is it a product of the system that Pop implements? I don't know. It's a question. The Jazz, does Donovan Mitchell make it? Um, Clippers? They don't, I mean, Lou Williams, Tobias Harris. Uh, It's tricky, right? Because, I mean, the Mavs are 12th right now, and do you include Luka Doncic, who's, I mean, he's taken the league by storm. He's clearly, he's all-star caliber player, but do you reward winning and give a DeMar DeRozan or a Donovan Mitchell, or can they all be in there? I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. So let's go to some more NBA news. Um, Actually, let's look at the schedule. I want to see if there's any good upcoming games. Um, Oh, so I watched the uh, Celtics and Warriors game last night. It was in Boston. And I still think the Celtics are going to make it to the finals, even though they're fifth in the West or the East. I think Kyrie and they have so much talent. I think Kyrie's more of a superstar. I don't know. I, I just choose the Celtics because I don't believe in the Bucks or the Raptors or the Sixers. But the East playoffs are going to be very exciting. I'm, I'm so like the playoffs are the best time of the year. Honestly, you can watch. Four games in a row of high-quality basketball. It's the best. All right, so there's no national TV games on Sunday today. Or actually, oh, yeah. So the Bucks and Thunder play tonight at 5. I don't think I'm going to catch that one, unfortunately. I might catch a little bit of the Mavs and Raptors. But let's go to nothing really Monday. Tuesday, we got TNT games. We got the Pelicans and Rockets playing in Houston. I think Houston wins. And then we got the late game, the 9.30 game. We got Philly in LA, 9.30. See, I have class and stuff Wednesday morning, so uh, it's hard because I want to watch this entire game, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think that'll be a good game. I think Philly takes it. Without LeBron, I mean, can't really do much. And then what else? Pacers, Wizards, not going to watch that one. Jazz, Trailblazers, not going to be able to do it. Then we got some more TNT games. We got Bucks and Raptors. I think I'm going to watch that game. That's That potentially could be the Eastern Conference Finals matchup, potentially. I think that's – they always play each other well, too. So I think that'll be a good game. Then the Philly, Philadelphia 76ers in Golden State, 9.30 p.m. Thursday night, must watch. I do not know who's going to win that game. I mean, the Warriors are obviously the favorites at home, but Philly is exciting. I've been watching a lot of Philly basketball in there. I like watching them. All right, then Friday we got Boston Celtics and Knicks. Kyrie might go off. In the garden. And then the late game, 9 p.m., Houston Rockets, Denver Nuggets. That is a playoff matchup, potentially. Um, that should be good. They're playing in Denver. That should be exciting. I might watch that one for sure. And then, do we have any Saturday primetime yet? What's the ABC game? Lakers 
at Golden State. Uh, what if LeBron came back for that game and just went off? He's like, I'm back. You thought we were making the playoffs. I'm back. And then Sunday. Ooh, Sunday. We got Oklahoma City against Boston. Is this Super Bowl Sunday? 1 p.m. Dude, I don't know. Anyways, so that's kind of some games this week. Um, Yeah, that's about it. How long have I been ranting? For almost 30 minutes. Um, if you guys have listened to this, let me know any, anything you have, any comments, any criticisms, like let me know for real. And then if you want to be on the show, I can definitely call you. So let me know for real. Let me know. We can chop it up, talk about some, some of the storylines. Um, that'd be great. So yeah, that was around the NBA volume two. I will be back next Sunday. Adios.